0: It's time for Rhema for Today.
1: Sickness and disease is the foul offspring of its mother sin and its father, Satan. That's as good as any. You see, Jesus' attitude toward sickness was an uncompromising warfare with Satan. His attitude toward sin and his attitude toward sickness was identical. He dealt with sickness as he dealt with demons.
0: Welcome to Rayma for Today. Kenneth E. Hagin continues his teaching, Healing Classics. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Brother Hagin for today's message. You see, the, the Bible is progressive revelation.
1: Don't try to get back and live into the Old Testament. That's for spiritually dead people. You're not spiritually dead, you're spiritually alive. Get in the New Testament and live. Now listen. Jesus plainly taught us that sickness and disease is of the enemy. Luke 13, 16. Ought not this woman to be healed on the Sabbath whom Satan is bound, lo, these 18 years, seeing that she's also daughter of Abraham. Whom did Jesus say bound that woman, Luke 13, 16? He said Satan did. The the scripture that I... Quoted from Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. All that were oppressed of the devil. Mark the 16th chapter. When Jesus said, Go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. And so on. And then he said, These signs shall follow them that believe and one of them was they'll lay hands on the sick and shall recover. They'll lay hands on the sick and shall recover they'll lay hands on the sick. Well, you see, he set the church against sickness just like he did against sin. Jesus, in his earthly ministry, continually cast out demons and broke Satan's dominion over the lives of men and women. There really is no such thing as a separation of disease and sickness from Satan. Disease came with the fall of man. One cannot conceive of sickness in the Garden of Eden before Adam sinned. The fall, you see, was of the devil. Sickness and sin have the same origin. John Alexander Dowie said sickness and disease is the foul offspring of its mother's sin and its father Satan. That's as good as any. You see, Jesus' attitude toward sickness, was an uncompromising warfare with Satan. His attitude toward sin and his attitude toward sickness was identical. He dealt with sickness as he dealt with demons. Now I've come to the conclusion, and I think any of us should, if we study our Bibles carefully, that if disease and sickness are of the devil, and they are, then there's only one attitude that the Christian can take In regard to them. That is, we must follow in the footsteps of Jesus and deal with them as he dealt with them. Amen. 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 We're just not, as Christians, supposed to be caught with anything of the devil. It's wrong for us as Christians to have anything that belongs to somebody else. Amen. Isn't that right? My mother said to me, I remember when I was just a little boy, I wanted to go up the street just a few blocks and play with my cousin Gillis. Now she knew that right next door to my uncle's house was a man by the name of Cameron. And he had out in his backyard, now he had a nice fence around it and tall, you couldn't climb over it really. But he had here some peach trees, fine peaches, He had grown these trees, you know, and grafted them and so on, you know. And people would come on Sunday afternoon from counties around, drive over there just to drive by and see these fine peaches. And so she said, you know, a mother knowing boys, about nine years old. Now, don't you and Gillis get any of Mr. Cameron's peaches. Oh, no, I won't. No, uh uh-uh. Well, I went up there to play, and of course, he wanted to, and we did climb up on it because that ladder there on the garage, see, he couldn't get over the fence. But it just so happened that the one peach tree was close to this garage, and there was sort of a side, you know, shed to this garage, you know, almost a flat, you know, uh, where you'd store tools and lawnmowers and so, you know. And this tree had just grown up over that, you see. And they were some peaches. They're almost uh, sitting in your lap. <laughs> you know, if you were sitting under the limb, I mean, there they were right there. I mean, just right there. And all oh, great big peaches. <laughs> Beautiful peaches. But I remember Mama said, you know, don't, don't get them. And so I didn't. Gillis kept trying to talk me in the nose. No, I said, I'm not going to do it. Mama told me not to, and she finds out she'll give me a whipping. That's what'll happen. Finally, I'd already gotten down off of the garage. And sort of as a last resort, he got two of them. Now, After he'd already got it, you know, I thought it'd be all right to eat one. After all, I didn't get it. See? And so I, I ate the peach. And Gillis ate the other one. Played around for a while and went home. Mama said, son, did you uh, get any of Mr. Cameron's peaches? I said, no, ma'am, I didn't get any of them. All I did is eat one he got. She said, come here. So I got Went to her, you know, and she picked up my hand and began to smell them. You know, said you've been eating peaches. You've had a peach in your hand. She could smell that peach. Well, I said, now, now, Gillis did get two of them, but I didn't. I wouldn't do it. I'd already gotten down off of the garage, you see, off of the shed, and and, and he got these two all right, and I did eat one. Well, now she said, just march right in there. Because I had some money, you know, that I was saving up to buy some clothes with and get a nickel. Now, they don't sound big, but boy, nickel's big in those days. Get a nickel and march right up there and pay Mr. Cameron for that peach. Oh, no, I started crying. Oh, I, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Tell him you got one. I said, I didn't get it. Well, she said, that's the same thing. You knew he did and you ate it. Tell him you got one of his peaches. Don't mention Gillis. That's them for that. But that you ate one of his peaches and pay him for it. Oh, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Well, she went out back out. We had some peach trees. They were scrubby trees. They wasn't you know, having the peaches on them. If they did, did the mountain thing, the little old bitty thing. But anyway, they made good switches. And she got a good one. She got a good one. Now, she said, son, and you see it's just, just just right up there. I mean, you could look up the street and see it. I mean, yonder's a house right on the corner, yonder, just a couple blocks away. You march right up there and knock on the door and give him that nickel. Tell him you got one of his peaches. No, I'm not going to do it. Well, now, she said, if you don't, I'm going to give you a whipping. Take you right back there in the bathroom and give you a whipping, And then I'm going to whip you all the way up the street and stand right there with you till you knock on the door and give them the nickel and then when we get back home, i will take you in the bathroom and give you another whipping. Boy, that'd be three of them.
0: <laughs>
1: well, all right, all right. I dried up my tears as best I could and took off up the street. Oh, I was hoping that Mr. Cameron wouldn't be home. Maybe I would get out of it if he's not home. I knocked on the door. Waited a few moments, didn't hear anything, and my heart leaped, you know. I thought, sure, maybe he's not home. I hope he's not. About that time, the door opened, there he was. I mean, he answered the door. And I started to cry and again and said, Mr. Cameron, I didn't want to indict or intimidate Gillis. I just said, I ate one of your peaches, and here's a nickel. I want to pay for it. Well, I could see he hesitated a moment, and then he understood what was happening, so he took the nickel. Man, that'd just be like a fella taking a $100 bill from me today, or $500 bill. He took the nickel, and then he said, Son, anytime you boys want any peaches, you come to see me, I'd be glad to give you one. Man, that hurt worse than a whipping. I could have gotten one and not gotten all that trouble. But the thought I wanted to give to you is my mama taught me. It's wrong. It's wrong. To take something or to have something that belongs to somebody else. Sickness doesn't belong to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Jesus said, when you pray, pray thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Is any sickness in heaven? No. Well, it's not his will then on earth. It's Satan's will. It's the devil's will. It's wrong. To have something that belongs to somebody else. Sickness does not belong to the kingdom of God. Sickness does not belong to heaven. Sickness does not belong to the church of God. Sickness does not belong to the New Testament church. Sickness belongs to the devil. And if you've got a piece of eaten and breast, God just march right back up there and pay for it. That's what you're going to do. And then back off and don't get any more of them. Hallelujah to Jesus. No, you can take sickness and come along, you know, and folks will just open the door and invite it right on in. I mean, good spirit-filled Christians. Come right on in. Yeah, I've been waiting for you. I've been expecting you. They can read in the paper or hear on TV. They told us there's going to be an epidemic of the Asian flu. Now, if they said it's a heavenly flu, I might get ready for it. But you ever hear of anybody having the heavenly flu? It's always Asian flu, Hong Kong flu. Did you ever notice that? It always comes from where the devil and demons and evil spirits are ruling supreme.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month we're offering Kenneth E. Hagen's CD, Healing Scriptures. In this CD, Brother Hagan is reading the healing scriptures with music playing in the background. Also from Kenneth E. Hagan is the four-CD series, God's Medicine. We're also offering Lynette Hagan's CD, Peace, where she's reading the scriptures with music in the background. Last but not least is Kenneth W. Hagen's book entitled, Executing the Basics of Healing. All of these items are at the special price of $40. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org.
1: October the twenty through the twenty second, Rhema College weekend. Oh yes! Wow, there's a lot of activities yeah, if this you're fall. In, if you're interested in getting to know something about uh, Rhema Bible College, mm-hmm. uh, hey, go to go there to rayma org, and it, all the information is there. There's uh, you get to attend some classes. There's campus tours. Yes. There's a worship night. Uh, and just a whole lot of information that would help you to know about all about Rhema. And you can even apply right there that weekend if you so desire.
0: Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his powerful teaching. That's next week on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.